The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and delighted to be with you today. We have a special treat, and we're going to be working with a branding and design expert today. She's going to share some incredible tips with us to how to make sure that we're setting your business up, not only to look good and to be effective, but also develop a call to action with your brand that's going to get you the results you say you want. Now, before Before we get started, if we have some new listeners on the show, and welcome, by the way, what I'd like to do is make sure everybody understands the title of our show and why we call it the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. That is not a business term you normally hear on a day-to-day basis. And so one of the things that I wanted to cover off on is the definition, at least our definition, of what a compassionate samurai is. And that's where you have a warrior-like mindset out there in the business world, and you marry it up with compassion, you can be a bold and ethical leader producing results like no kidding. Now, we have 10 traits of the compassionate samurai that we start to focus on. And if you can really master these traits, business success is ensured to follow you. So let me go over these 10 traits, and I want to speak specifically about them. So commitment is one of the traits, personal responsibility, contribution, focus, honesty, honor, trust, abundance, boldness, and knowledge. Now, one of the things that I want to underscore, it's not as if you would take one of these traits and let's say work on it for a year. These are 10 traits that literally, if they were branded inside of your forehead, inside of your brain, you would be working on these traits every single day and working at a level toward mastery. So it's not as if, oh, I think I'm going to work on honor for the month of April, and then I think I'm going to work on knowledge for December. This is an everyday tenet that you would want to incorporate almost as if it becomes part of your DNA. So I wanted to cover off on that. Welcome. I invite everyone to develop a compassionate samurai philosophy. Now, let me switch over. We have a treat today with our guest. 
And her name is Deidre Trudeau. And I met Deidre at a function up in Sacramento, California. We hit it off, and I knew that this woman not only was a gifted artist and is a gifted artist, but I really, really appreciated her come from when it got to be a client situation because she takes a very holistic relationship approach with her clients. Now, let me give you a little background about Deidre. She is the founder founder and director of Easy Visual Branding Design. They influence the evolution of your success and the creative branding in order to set up marketing campaigns that add excitement and visual vibrancy to your messaging. Now, I talked about Deidre as an artist. She's the recipient of an award called the Magnum Opus Boldness Expressions Award, and that's out of the California State Fair, and her particular area was Colors of Love. So today, I want to really welcome Deidre warmly, and her purpose is creating ultra-dedicated, and she's inspired by creating the success of others and encouragement of people. Welcome today to the show. Oh, Kathy, thank you so much. It is my pure delight to be here. I've been looking forward to this, and I just am so grateful for the relationship that we kicked off and developed because it's just really turned into a a lot of... um, a large spectrum of delight and learning and sharing, and I just appreciate you so much, and I congratulate you on your show. Oh, thank you. We are having a good time on this show. There's no doubt about it. So let's get to this. I am curious, and I'm sure our listeners are too, how did you get your branding specialist? And so I don't know if you woke up one day and said, this is my calling, this is my passion. I mean, passion oozes from you. Um, so how? what was the evolution of getting into the work that you do? Share with us, please. Oh, well, thank you for asking that. Well, I grew up in an environment that was 100% anti-art, so I'm not exactly sure how I made it out of that crab barrel um, in it with, a, with a creative zest, but ever since I was very young, I knew that I wanted to be an artist, and then as I got a little older, maybe 10, 12, it started to culminate into the interest in commercial art. That's what they called it at the time, um, and I eventually... Uh, just dabbed into some sign making and uh, some textile designs and and things like that until I eventually got hired by uh, quite a large textile company, but that was a small division. And um, as a graphic artist, but what it really was was a layout artist because there's a big difference between a layout artist and a graphic artist. So I I know me as a graphic artist yet, but I was very lucky to have been kind of taken under the wing by a wonderful designer, uh, Victoria Botello, and I worked with her side-by-side every single day for four years. And that was a huge monumental blessing in my life because I learned so much. And I came out with um, a huge diversity of talents, um, everything from publication to um, everything, just a huge assortment of uh, graphic design talent. And then the company actually folded in. I had my freelance um, company, and I've been freelance and basically an independent business owner ever since, handed to me in my lap with a silver platter because all of our clients still needed to be served even though the company was um, folded. So that was just a great thing for me, and then I migrated from Massachusetts up to California and have been working it 
ever since. But the other side of me is that I am a fine artist in the sense of, um, you know, graphic design being applied art, um, a fine artist, and enjoyed a very um, lovely career as a professional fine artist for quite a while as well. Excellent. Thank you. It's, I think I'm I'm always intrigued by finding out a little bit of background, what was the evolution and, and kind of the breadcrumbs that led to the path that you're yeah. on now. Um, so I find that quite, quite intriguing. Share with me now. So you, you go from graphic artist, some fine artwork. How do you develop into a branding expert? What What was that about? I love this question because... This is where I fit into the compassionate samurai, and it was an astounding discovery, and shame on me if I did not wake up to the calling at the time, but we were doing uh, uh, logo design. Basically, it wasn't comprehensive branding at the time. People needed logos, and then we would apply the logos to whatever collateral they needed, whether it was you know, uh, envelopes, letterhead, business, uh, brochures, business cards, that kind of thing. That's all, all traditional stuff. <clears throat> And we sent them on on their way feeling very pleased that we had done, you know, a nice job. And then there was the dreaded on occasion letter or call, very sadly saying that they were having to go out of business, that they just didn't make it work and X, Y, Z. And after about four or five of those, that pinched. And Um. I couldn't help but to wonder how much responsibility I had to do with it. Mm. And I did a lot of a lot of searching, and I saw all the missing gaps, all the things I could have and should have been telling them to better prepare them for success in running their entrepreneurial business. So I, that was the very first step of a five-year quest to really hone uh, all the intricacies and the brilliance and dynamics you need to have to uh, assess a person, their idea, their type of personality and culture, their dreams, goals, and ambitions um, to the industry and see, take a big look, a global look as to do those pieces fit? Does it really work? Do they have their message intact? And are they ready to go for it? So I kind of took it personal, more personal probably than the average graphic designer to really assure that their attempts were going to be matched with the greatest success through any of my efforts that I could possibly provide. So what I'm hearing you say is really um, if you would have worked with them at a level to to, to truly understand their business, almost their why behind their why, it would have potentially been your piece would have served them quite a bit differently. Very, very differently. And the two whys, the personal passion in life, really, how do you want to be feeling? What dance do you want to be doing at the end of the day? And then in 10 years or five years from now, what does your business look like? And how much are you in it or not in it? How much is it making? It really opened my eyes when I realized we had to work backwards and go from the greatest possible vision. And not only that, Kathy, would we not understand emphatically their greatest vision, but we'd, we would take that and say, hey, if you're thinking in those lines, have you ever thought of this? And sometimes we're um, often able to elevate them even higher than they ever dreamed. I love that. I love that. So give me some examples of what, what today, what are, your, what are your dream clients to work with? What, what does that look like for you? You. <laughs> me. <laughs> well, thank you very uh, yes. much. Thank you. you. You would fall directly and very significantly into a dream client. You have 
Phenomenal wisdom and some great ideas. You are revved up and ready to go. You have done a tremendous amount of homework and have a very clear and comprehensive understanding of what it's going to take you to get to the next level. And when people come to us with that much uh, fortitude, um, it's like all we have to do is mix our spice into that already wonderful um, soup, and it just rocks, you know. So uh, the perfect one would be um, uh, someone who has that clear vision that they've, they've done the work, they possibly have a mission statement, possibly already have a business plan, uh, a vision, possibly even an exit strategy, Kathy. Uh, and because when we see on a global level the entire vision and then we create their design, it matches like a song, like the, the perfect song on the radio. And that's the compliments that we get. Sometimes um, our co- close colleagues will be across the world and so- someone will hand them a, ba- a business card and they'll go, who did this for you? And they say us and they say, I knew it. I knew it. It had to be them. And, and I get goosebumps every single time that happens. Because when they look at it, they look at the person, they know that the graphic designer and branding specialist you know, connected the dots. I, you know, that resonates so well with me. I was uh, flying back from Philadelphia yesterday and I was sitting by just an incredibly intelligent young man and we probably ended up talking three and a half hours nonstop for a, for a five hour and 12 minute flight. And one of the things he asked me, I'd been up in Canada doing a little bit of work with one of our clients up there and he said, well, what do you do there? And I was explaining a little bit about Clemmer and Associates and how our type of training is very outside of the box and also sharing with him for he said well give me an example of what that looks like and so we were talking about that and I was sharing with him one particular exercise and to my sheer delight he said something along the lines of this oh my goodness I went to a training about eight years ago it was the best training I've ever been at I remember a particular exercise it sounds similar you should look up this company it's phenomenal they're called Clemmer and Associates Brilliant. I love it. I felt so honored. And it also gave us just so much more fodder for conversation because I got to check in with him. You know, what has your life been since 2008? And how did you pick up the tools and apply them? And this man has just created a phenomenal life for himself. And he's out on a job assignment for six weeks in San Francisco. And uh, we'll keep in touch. And he wants to continue on his journey of training. With that, we are going to go to break. When we come back, I want to find out some specifics that Deidre would need to know about any client in order to help create a branding message that becomes a call to action. Stay tuned. We have a lot more to share with our listeners today. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. 
If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjoke All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Great leaders today have certain capabilities that set them apart. These leaders have discovered transformational leadership. Now you can discover the same ideas, insights, and programs that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership, hosted by Kate Ebner, is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore these stories and concepts every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back. You're with the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks. With us today is branding expert Didra Tudeau. And right before we went on the break, Didra was sharing with us uh, where her heartstrings really got tugged was when she navigated from being a transactional graphic artist where she was creating logo after logo, flyer after flyer, website after website, and realizing that a more holistic approach and really working with the client at the relationship level, truly from cradle to grave, was going to serve her clients better and drilling down what their vision is beyond just getting that logo done and off the press. So Deidre, share with us, what's the first step when someone's thinking about bringing on a branding expert? What should a potential client be asking of their expert in order to make sure they're in alignment with the best possible talent they could get? Perfect question. Well, again, like I said, if a person is prepared, and often they're not, and I assess that very quickly, but if they are prepared, they understand that it takes a global perspective. I have to know all the ins and outs. So you want to make sure your graphic designer or branding specialist has the ability to look at everything all at once and understand emphatically what the most essential needs are in really nailing down that message and what 
that message and the look and feel is going to need to do, as in what collateral it's going to have to go on, and then, better yet, what channels they're going to have to go on specifically for their industry, whether it's their business-to-consumer or business-to-business, to get them started and moving forward assertively in those channels to really ramp their business up quickly. So if they ask, and the effort graphic designer will say, oh, I just, you know, I'll build your logo for you and you can tell me what you need. That might not be the person for you. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. All right, that makes sense. So what if you, I mean, that that would have been where I started. Hey, I really I really like you. I've heard great things about you. You were referred strongly to me, and I don't know where to start. I mean, in my case, I kind of gave you some ideas of where I'd like to start, and um, you pressed me. You know, why is this important, and is this mm-hmm. integral to the statement that you're looking to make? And mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about it. I just liked it. And so um, that was key. How do you start collecting enough information where you can help guide your client? Where does that come from? Well, we, we start from the linear, um, which a lot of people look at me and go, teacher, you're, you're, you're an artist, you're expressive, you're very aesthetic. How, how did you ever get yourself into this kind of linear thinking? Mm. Well, organization makes for play later. Oh, so, I love that. Organization yeah. makes for play later. I love that. <laughs> so I get all the boring, linear, strategic stuff out of the way, and then I can look at that and then just start to really raise the bar on the innovation and the imagination and the creativity that it's going to take to build basically the perfect um the perfect union of words to fonts to looks to color to the message, the impact, the value it rep- represents, and the um, call to action it leads you into, and then what platforms those are, those are going to go on. So you can see that it it goes into a lot more than just creating and designing a logo for someone or a brochure. So do you take this, like, do you just have a conversation with the client and they kind of give you a brain dump, or is there something more um, strategic involved here? Well, there is a strategy involved, but I do try to be very sensitive because some people are very audio, some are kinetic, some are visual. And, um, you know, I, if I tell some people I have a questionnaire, they're, they jump for joy. Questionnaire is right up their alley and they're ready to just send it to me and do it. And I love that. Um, and it's a very good questionnaire. I actually have two. One is a mini questionnaire and one is a very comprehensive questionnaire. So, again, I assess the person as to what, how far I think I can take them and what they'd be willing to do, what, what task they would be willing to complete in order to give me all the information that I need. But even the mini um, questionnaire gives me a lot of what I need to think about to start asking the right questions, to start pushing uh, and pushing the envelope a little bit and finding out what their comfort level is. Um, and then at that point, uh, when I have all the, you know, kind of the strategic answers, then I can start to ask questions about culture and how oh. clever can we be in, in that regard? And does, how does this culture fit for you? And if I took it from here, could we take it this far? Do you think it would fit in that arena? And in some cases, they'd say, I love that Deidre. I don't think it's really going to fit. And in other cases, they say, oh, my gosh, that is fantastic. And this is what I love, and I don't discourage it. Give them a day or two or a week to think about it. And then they come back and they say, you know, ever since we've had that discussion, I now think this. And they take themselves to another level. 
which is which is brilliant. It's exactly what I want to have happen because you don't want to build, um, you know, the shoe. Uh, and the foot grows, it doesn't fit into the shoe anymore, you know? Right. I've experienced so. with that with you. Just a, just a few nights sleeping on something changes the mm-hmm. course direction, and I'm able to take it and amplify it and bring it back to, ooh, I've had time to chew on it a little bit. What yes. do you think if we go in this direction? So question then, for you. Do you take on everybody that approaches you? Uh, everybody becomes a client, or do you, how do you... I can't believe everybody becomes a client. So how well, are you selecting the clients that you work with? Well, here's two rules of thumb. It never gets better than the interview. So if the interview is wonky and um, uncomfortable and does not land the mark, that's probably the way the rest of the relationship is going to work. So you uh, make that assessment at the beginning. The second thing is, is how serious is someone? How focused are they? Do I put them on a, this is my number one person and I am going to, you know, we're on it right now or, uh, you know, let them think they're not ready yet. Maybe get back to me in a couple of weeks. And then, you know, I touch, touch base with them a couple more times and I can tell whether they're serious and ready to go. And some people have very legitimate reasons why they're not ready to go. You know, there's a lot of things like um, licensing and copywriting and, uh, you know, a fictitious name. There's a lot of that business that has to happen before uh, we can even really have a conversation. But I never turn anyone away in the sense I try my best to offer service or assistance to everyone. It might not be necessarily that I'm their designer. I may send them into a a more appropriate direction. Okay, so give me an example. Let's say somebody's enthusiastic and they think they're ready for you, but they're really not. Where do you send them? What do you do? Well, it all depends. So sometimes I can tell that they haven't thought enough about the business structure, building business systems, and the reality of how much time it's going to take them to implement their dream and plan. So I may send them to a business consultant, maybe a, a, a business plan planning consultant, or I may send them to Clemmer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they may have some um, a, a couple of pieces dynamics m- missing that um, they're not putting themselves enough to task. Um, you and I had a chance to talk about um, agreements and um, the most important agreement relationship you have to have is with yourself. Yes, it is vital to, to make amazing, solid, respectable, and dependable agreements with other people, but they have to start with yourself first. So I can tell if a person's disappointed that they're not moving forward more and it's because of them. You know, it's their own it's by their own design and operation. Sure, that makes sense. So <laughs> just for clarity purposes, you're not sending them to Clemmer and Associates leadership seminars for branding expertise. You're basically no. sending them for um some growth and development within yes. themselves and how they show up to the world and up correct. their game. Absolutely correct. Even just the Champions Workshop would be a a huge, in some cases to some people I, I assess, would be a huge value to them. Okay, great. And for clarification with the listeners, a Champions Workshop is is done in in your local city. Uh, It's about a three-hour 
taster uh, gives gives our listeners an opportunity to experience the type of training and the experiential nature that Clemmer and Associates offers, which is very hands-on training of growth and development. One of the things that you said about agreements, I'm guessing that particular training module around agreements impacted the way that you did business after seminar. Is that correct? Yes, and it, it impacted how I did business. Not only did business, but um, had relationships, personal relationships, and accountability okay, and what, for promises. Okay. And oh, yeah, and and then I realized that's when I came up with, you know, I sometimes make promises to other people more of a priority than the promises that I need to be making to myself in order to to drive my own success. So some, I, I guess I realized in hindsight that I was actually putting myself second, which was really damaging uh, my evolution, which in turn was hurting everybody else because I wasn't able to bring the best of me to them. Well, that makes sense. And to having, uh, having that opportunity and creating the awareness in a seminar is one thing. Going out there and applying it mm-hmm. is completely different. And it sounds like it's the application, that stickiness factor that stayed with you post-seminar. Yes, it, it, I love it, very much so. I did too. I, I, it's, like having, it's like being able to open up a new present every single day. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, one of the things that I wanted to dive in, and we're going to be uh, taking a break in just a few a few moments. What what I want to find out is a little bit more about what is on that intake questionnaire, and mm-hmm. what's the roadmap for starting to let's get the the nuts and bolts out of the way, and that's mm-hmm. been established, and then. What's the other stuff that I think people think of traditionally with branding that you're able to offer? And let's talk about how social media plays into it or doesn't play into it. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Please come back. Join us for more. We have more to learn on the branding expert with Didra Trudeau today. Thank you. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network does your business like many face obstacles to becoming successful would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week tune in for the second stage with hosts brendan anderson and jeffrey cadlick We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Delighted to have guest expert, she's a branding expert, Deirdre Trudeau with us. And as we were leaving for break, Deirdre mentioned that it's very important to take intake, basically, and have her new clients fill out either a long form or short form regarding what is it about your business that you um basically want to do, what's your initiative, who you are, what you do, the who's, how's, why's, all of that. Deirdre, tell us, after that intake form is complete, that linear form, after that, is that where the magic really starts with you? Yes, it does. I, I start to see the pieces um, come together. It's kind of like a, a, a misty, um, a mist in the air, and it gets denser and denser, and then it eventually forms a cloud. So all the pieces are brought together. So we have so many factors, Kathy. We have what industry are you in? Are you business to consumer or business to business? Uh, have you done a competitive analysis? Are you acutely aware of your competitors? what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're saying it, how are they managing to uh, do what I'm going to explain in a moment, and that is to create a dynamic and effective call to action that will bring your target market to you or act towards you in a way that gives you permission to continue to connect with them or an outright sale or however, and there's a whole plethora. The number one way to do it, so our interview has got to come out with this one fundamental piece of information, and that is what value do you offer and how can I create a brand look that represents that value very quickly so that the consumer is now engaged and moving towards a call to action. So sometimes that answer is not, that question is not as easy to answer as one would think. And I'll give you an example. There's a lot of coaches now, life coaches. They're beautiful, phenomenal people. They're, you know, driven by conviction and spirit and passion. And I could ask them, uh, what 
what, what is your main purpose or what's your main reason for wanting to be this type of a coach? And they say, well, because I'm really passionate and I want to help people. And I can tell you right now that I can line 10 coaches up in a room and probably all 10 of them would answer exactly the same way. So as I respect that answer, a little bit more work needs to be done to help define the image that you're going or the story you're going to convey about yourself as to why you divide yourself off separately from your competitors. And this is a good example. Line 10 people up in a room, they're all coaches or you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. And I have to, I ask each one of them, what is the one thing that you can tell me that's going to convince me to do business with you and, and represent that you're the person that possesses the value I want to go with? And I have to tell you, um, some pretty big, strong people have almost dropped to their knees at that point. <laughs> I I see that. I get that. I understand that. And why do you think that is? I mean, what you're in business, let's say you know that you're meant to be a coach and you cannot articulate mm-hmm. enough. Why, why does that happen? What do you think? I have to be honest with you, Kathy. They haven't done enough of the work that they're going to make their clients do. I see. All right. All right. Leading by example is key. Right. Exactly. And so if you're not, do not have the ability to dig down and do the real drill, and uh, I can quickly convey the real drill. I call it the, the why after the why seven times. If you can get to the why after the why seven times, you're pretty much staring into the face of infinity, okay? <laughs> yes, it makes and, sense and to you, me. And you have a lot of information. You're ready to go. You have the knowledge you need. Uh, your feet on the floor and you're assertively moving forward because you know exactly what you want. One of the quotes I wrote and I absolutely adore is, dreams are a believer's vision into the future. Say so that one more time. Want, one more time, say dream, that. Dreams are a believer's vision into the future. Are you an architect of dreams? And can you see that dream vi- visibly and visually enough to sculpt it into your belief system step by step so that it actually becomes your future. But there's another tale that has to be added on to the end of that, and that is then make a plan because the plan's the roadmap. You can dream and visualize it all you want, but until action steps are taken, the the road isn't walked, the distance to travel isn't the distance isn't traveled. So. You have to, um, you know, really be able to to look into your soul to say, this is the value that I represent. And I emphatically know it's that because I've done my homework. I've studied my competitors. I've looked and seen it, what messages they're giving and how they're giving it. I watched the action point that their uh, their target is giving them. And I have to say it. In, in, in alignment with my culture, I have to say and represent what my value is quickly and command a call to action. And then there's a whole other step that is not part of this conversation today, and that is follow-up and customer relationship management. That's a completely different conversation. 
Okay, wonderful. So what I'm hearing you say is somebody has a product or service that they cannot wait to offer the world. And once they know what that product and service is, our purpose is, they're able to know what their value to the market is, what they bring that's unique to the market. They're able to articulate that to you. What's the next step? Because I'm guessing you take the baton and you kind of work collaboratively with them on creativity. That's correct. And then we create a look and feel uh, that's alluring, engaging, captivating, that um, intelligently leads the viewer into uh, uh, reaching out to want to learn more, um, have more, do more, be more, um, and reach out to you and and, uh, uh, create and cultivate the conversation. So for me, I and um, other graphic designers do it differently. They'll say, well, you know what, how about if I send you three different drafts and you take a look at them? I don't work that way because by the time I've gotten to that point, I know exactly what it should look like. I will convey that to the client. I can draw it out in a rough draft, uh, and generally because of the work that I put in, the peripheral work, it's generally dead on right out of the gate, nine times out of ten, and that makes my life very happy. I, I, I really, really love that. That's the, the, in art, the ajua moment of a pinnacle of all the work that I put into it. That's the aha moment, and, and I love it. And I love people looking back up at me going, wow, and you can see they think it's like magic, you know? <laughs> well, and that's what it feels like. I've been the recipient on the other end of that. And I, I will say, you definitely front load it with your clientele. I remember uh, your request of me being, I need you to give examples, Kathy, of of things that you've seen out there in the world that appeal to you, as well as things that don't appeal to you. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I did like a it. lot of homework around that. So you had something to work with. Well, that's why I said when you asked me uh, who would be my perfect client, I said you. I wasn't kidding. You, <laughs> you understood the, the, um, the need for the information, the reason for it, and you ran out, d- dug it up, and, and got back to me. And so, you know, uh, people serve themselves by the work that the, the elder Greece they're willing to put into it. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now, um, from the time you started and you're, you're taking your artistry and um, you've been doing this for, for a while now, what have you seen evolutionary-wise? I mean, social media didn't come into play when you first got into this field, this passionate field that you're in. What's the impact of social media and how does that play into the branding message today? That's huge, and that ha- that cannot be answered in less than a thousand words, Kathy. It is just ridiculous. I got to tell you, I started graphic design pre-computer. Okay, did everything by hand for well over six years before I even touched um, my first keyboard, and um, uh, from that from that evolution till now, it is just 
amazing. And so in relationship to social media, I came into it kicking and screaming. I was like a cat, you know, <laughs> holding our paws out on the door not to go through it because I knew it was going to add on a whole nother helmet of um, considerations and intellect that I was going to need to grow. And here's the ir- irony of it. While I'm hiding from it, I'm also being asked to be a... Um, a contributing um, author in a book project called 10 Powerful Women. And they said, Deidre, we know you're amazing at branding and, you know, you've done some, some uh, you know, writing on it, but we really, really, really want to talk about social media. And I said, I know about social media, but I'm not an expert. Uh, I know what your brand needs to do in relationship to uh, social media, the command it needs to take, the engagement it needs to, to um, drive. So I said, okay, so I'm going to do this. And I spent three months researching the world as to what people, trend, the, the, what was trending then as to where they saw social media going. And it blew my mind. <laughs> it really did. So I was on the very, I was, I was, I'll have to admit, I was very audacious in what I did, but I called uh, CEOs around the world that were running pretty trendy companies. And a lot of it was tagged into social media and um, they talk to me. <laughs> I was really impressed. And they gave me their, um, their impression of where social media was going. And I was, I was just blown away. So that made me dig in 10 layers even deeper. And so uh, I honestly have to say social media is a beast and it is uh, uh, climbing um, exponentially uh, and it is not going to go away and it's not going to be what it is today. I know that. It is going to morph into uh, the way that we actually communicate um, and all commercialism, all outbound, inbound commercial elements are, are really going to be hammered and powered intrinsically through social media. Um, anybody under 35 right now um, is barely even one of them is w- ever watches uh, commercials on television. And so the inbound, outbound um, getting conversation is this. Inbound is where you act in a way socially that makes people come to you. Outbound is where you just blurt yourself out to the world, such as commercials, and, and hope they come to you. And so the whole mindset is um, taking on a strong wave. And so anyways, there's a lot of channels. Um, there's video. Uh, there's slideshow video, and that goes on YouTube, and YouTube is very effective, and, and all the video uh, processing, that's one way of communicating. And then all the other uh, uh, channels and there's ways of, um, you know, getting hooked up onto automated systems so that you can do social media in an automated way. But people are can see that as they very transparent. They can see that that's how it's happening. Oh, Deidre, I'm loving this. And so what I want to do, let's take a quick break and come back and learn a little bit about social, social media because what I'm hearing you down. say, social media is a big part of your team now. So let's go to break. I'm Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned. We're going to come back, learn a little bit more about how social media plays, it, plays into your branding success. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Do you know how to tell a great story? In business, the stories you tell play a big role in your success. Whether you're trying to get more clients or influence people as a leader, storytelling will help you do it. Story Powered with Leanne Pico is here to help you activate your storytelling superpower to build a better business and achieve your goals and dreams. Story Powered can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today we're speaking with branding expert Deidre Trudeau. And just as we were uh, leaving for break, we were talking about the impact of social media and how that's really changed over the last few years and really amped up. Deidre, I have a specific question for you because I was listening, as I was listening to you, um, I realized someone like myself, where we cover at Clemmer and Associates, we are a global company. We are providing leadership training classes from Beijing to Stockholm to to Sydney, Australia, to Missoula, Montana. We are all over the world. Yes. And that has to be very different, I'm guessing, than if you're in Des Moines, Iowa, and you've just opened up an upholstery shop or a nail mm-hmm. salon or an accounting mm-hmm. firm. Is there a difference between social media campaigns with that? A huge difference. So that's a demographic um, consideration. And so, of course, for a company such as yours with a vast outreach, your social media campaign has got to be ginormous and fit into all the different cultures that you're reaching out to. It has to be done in a very specific way. And it has to, and some people might not know this, but all of your social media should be fitting significantly into your search engine optimization. So whatever you're saying on social media should be repeated as well on your websites and on your blogs. That's how really good SEO evolves. But if you're a chiropractor or, like you said, an upholsterer, you're looking at um, uh, uh, bringing in a clientele 
well, that's a, a, a definitive mile radius away. Like, on average, a person will only drive three to five miles to go to a chiropractor. Rarely will they want to drive any farther than that. So that's very easy to run a, a, a social media campaign and a search engine optimization campaign because we know what to say, we know who to say it to, we know where they live, you build community relations, you uh, easy to get some, some close PRs going, very easy to do. But when you're, you know, a 200-mile radius or a West Coast or an East Coast radius or a national or international radius, that's done in a completely different way and has to be broken down in um, step-by-step increments. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned the word blog. And in terms of blogging, what does an entrepreneur or small business, medium business owner do? Let's say they are absolutely brilliant running a fitness studio. Mm-hmm. And writing just isn't their forte. They connect one-to-one with their clients, uh, but they know they want to up, up their game and create a blog. How, mm-hmm. how does one do that when they're not a writer? Right. Well, it's called content. Content is king right now as far as good content. Often, like uh, uh, repeatedly entering new content onto your website, Um, that's how the search engines recognize that it's an active site with things happening, Um, and that's why you want to create linking and backlinking and cross-linking over to other companies. Now, as far as being able to fulfill the status of creating a blog that people actually care about and follow, that's a whole marketing science behind it, and, and it literally requires almost as much of a conversation as initially discovering what's the best brand to go with. Mm. So uh, I could best answer that by saying if you're doing what you, you should be doing, which is teaching and instructing fitness and engaging in the community and building there, I would say hire a content development strategist for you. And I can, if you guys want to know a little bit more about what that is, I'm, I, um, we're going to give out contact information and I can explain that in, in much more depth to you. Beautiful. Content development strategist. I love that. One mm-hmm. more person to add to your team. Um, I'd like to give a shout out. I, I never really uh, thought that this would be the case with me, but I have become a big fan of the blogger Seth Godin. And I know he's yes. also an author. And literally, I cannot wait until I see his blog every morning and digest that blog and his brilliancy and his alignment into mm-hmm. the work that Clemmer and Associates does regarding a compassionate samurai mindset. I am just, it sometimes gives me goosebumps, the brilliant writing that Seth does. And I had a, mm-hmm. a chance to meet him about a year and a half ago. And he inscribed my book uh, with something very, very funny uh, for me to hand off to the CEO of another company. And um, he said, now, who are we inscribing this to and, and why? And I said, well, we're inscribing it to a CEO where it's a client that I almost lost. And Seth wrote in this inscription, Alan, listen to what Kathy says. Do what she tells you to do, (laughs) Seth. And I just wanted to die because I'm handing this book off uh, to the CEO of an organization, basically saying, yeah, listen, listen to what I'm telling you, buddy. Oh, my gosh. uh, That's audacious. 
His sense of humor. Yes, audacious. Very much so. <laughs> Shout out to Seth Godin. I just love his blogging and just can't. If I if he did a blog three times a day, I'd read it three times a day. If so you besides your blog system after his, you do very well for yourself. <laughs> well, yes. And that's where the content development strategist will come into play quite keenly in my in my particular case. Right. So let's uh, besides blogging, what's another uh, tool that one might want to add to the repertoire of really getting their name out there? Well, <laughs> well, uh, the hottest thing right now is um, getting on a speaking circuit, and that's a, a lot to, to come out of my mouth, okay? But what I say is to build a platform um, where you can deliver, uh, it, uh, deliver information. So, again, we get back to that word value. If you can create a brief talk that you can give to anyone, you know, a realtor's association or a, whatever the case may be, get yourself out in front of, you know, anywhere from 20 to 100 people at a time, that's a far cry from the amount of work you would have to do to gain the eyes and ears of that audience uh, by either one-on-one networking or just blasting things out through social media and email um, communication. So I say try to get your your face out there. If you can't get yourself physically out there, then get your message out there um, intellectually. Offer, offer that intellectual property through webinars, videos, like we talked about earlier, um, but uh, the numbers are in the masses, and then the people who reach out to you, that's, that's where, you know, you would uh, want a quality conversation to lead off from from there. Boy, that makes sense. What a great idea. And that's probably going to push a few of us out of our comfort zone, and there's <laughs> nothing like it. Uh, it reminds me of that wonderful quote, leap and the net will appear. And that, that's actually Aww. quite a, a concept uh, of the personal development and character growth development that Clemmer & Associates offers as well. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Didra, you have provided us with, let's just say, a hint of your talent and your skill sets. And I know that you have a global reach and work a lot around North America. If our listeners want to learn more about your services and what you're able to do for them, how would they get in touch with you? Well, first, I would first and foremost say, Catch me on Facebook, Deidre Trudeau or Easy Eye, because that is a huge medium uh, by which is going to be growing by leaps and bounds. People have their question about uh, Facebook, but um, it is not going away, and it's used by billions of people every single day. So find me on Facebook. It's real fun. And then I can catch you pretty easily back. Uh, but if you actually wanted to give me a call, it would be 916-803-2787. That's 916-803-ARTS, A-R-T-S. And then uh, Easy Eye, uh, that's www.easyeeye.com. And then lastly, shefluencefactor.com. That's where you can go and get a remarkable ebook that really sums up that whole social media perspective. And there's a couple of other um, super duper productivity uh, tips on that page. And it is free. Um, and I will be um, looking forward to you seeking out that information. And if you have any questions on anything, please contact me. And then also you can simply tap, tap on me and ask for a questionnaire. I'll send it out to you. You do what you want with it, but you'll see it's uh, a lot of food for thought. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So again, to get your, you. and it's actually a 21-page gift of all the ins and outs of really creating the branding message, go to SheFluence, S-H-E, 
F-L-U-E-N-C-E factor.com. Deidre, thanks for being our guest today. Next week's Thank guest you. is three-time Olympian Marilyn King, where she will bring the Olympic thinking concept to the compassionate samurai mindset. Join us next week. I've been your honored host today, Kathy Fairbanks. Please join us next week. Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success.